Hello, everybody, and welcome to Celebrate the Date, the party podcast for every day of the week. I'm your first host, Colton Criminal Pratt. I am your other host, Katie Confidant Pratt. Ooh, confidant. Yeah. Um, Katie, this week I wanted to, we talk a lot about crime on this show. We do. Specifically, Katie's Primetime Crime Time, and we love that bit. But this week I am in the mood to do crime. Oh, so I think we should just look at the look at the the holidays throughout this episode, just through the lens of how to do crime. Uh, not murder crime, just like white collar crime, like embezzlement. Just I'm gonna embezzle from this podcast. Only crime that has no victims. It can have victims if the victim. Is one left alive and two left ninety nine percent of their wealth? Then there was no crime. That's that's my opinion on crime. Okay, but what if like I stab someone? They still have their wealth. They just been stabbed. But they're they're in a victim state. If once they've entered a victim state, you should not be entering combat for this week. Okay, I want that to be established this week, friends. Although we are going to be doing crime, there should be zero combat. If you get caught by a police officer. Um, either outrun them or give up. (laughs) (laughs) There should not be any combat. I don't know how many times I have to say it. There should be zero combat this week, but there should be crime. Uh, Last week, we celebrated as a whole week. We celebrated uh, Sun Safe Week. But this week, this week, we're entering June. The danger, the danger month. Yeah, we're entering June and the danger month. So we're going to start we're gonna with... We're going to start doing crime. Yes. And uh, the the holiday, though, for the whole month that we're going to be celebrating is uh, National Frozen Yogurt Month. Wow. You chose frozen yogurt? For the crime week. Yes. Over pri- pride? Well, I, d- I didn't know. Pride is kind of a serious thing. It is kind of a serious thing. And so I wanted... I, I, I'm not like against pride or anything like that. Of course not. But I... I, I don't want to make jokes about pride. Okay, that's fair. So we're going to make jokes about frozen yogurt instead. Same thing. Um, here's how we're going to do crime with frozen yogurt, okay? We're going to uh, spread it on the floors of your works, your workplace. Like spread whoa. it out like butter on the floor of your workplace. I like walk this. Walk through it. Okay. And then other people will walk through it. Yeah. And... Um, because they saw you walk through it and they're like, oh, there's nothing wrong with the floors. But you knew about the frozen yogurt on the floor. They were unsuspecting. So you're setting a booby trap. They get onto the, they get into the, 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 the spot on the floor with the frozen yogurt and they start sliding and they can't stop sliding. And they slide all the way down the room, all the way down. And they get to the deep fryer and they go, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then No hands combat. In the deep fryer. No That's not combat. combat. They did that to themselves. I didn't do anything to them. I just put you frozen yogurt on the floor. You set a booby trap. The courts hate booby traps. The courts, well, the courts hate crime, so we can't do any crime that the court's gonna like. No, but they, they, I, the jury is just people. There are some crimes that the court likes. Okay, that's fair. There are some crimes that the jury will be like, <laughs> I guess they'll probably be like, oh, you made a uh, frozen yogurt slip and slide. I think that was pretty funny. Yeah, but and the guy accidentally put his hands in the deep fryer. I, I Did you hear the deep frying sound? Because that was pretty good. It was a good deep frying sound. Thank sign. you. That's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, uh, I have a couple of lawyers I watch on TikTok just to prepare for this week so that we know how to do crime okay. without getting caught. And they do say very consistently that they do hate booby traps. Booby traps... 
uh, there are very few situations where booby traps are allowed. Katie's prime time, crime time. Okay, tell us. I uh, heard the story. That's a good intro, by the way. Thank you. It's Katie's prime time, crime time. Up next on the story. Let me look up the names of these people so I'm not disrespectful. Okay, I'll tell you how to do crime with the frozen yogurt. Well, I was thinking. You weigh the yogurt before you put toppings on and pay. You go to a frozen yogurt stand, get your yogurt, weigh it, pay, then put toppings. None of these high schoolers are going to be ballsy enough to stop you. You can just do it. I, I feel like I feel like I need to establish this about my crime week. Um, the, pretty much all employees are high schoolers, and none of them care. You can just you can just steal most of the time, and none of, no one cares. Don't get caught like trying to avoid being seen. But like specifically, if like it's an I can go to a mattress store and walk out with a mattress and they won't stop me. It's it's really not that hard to steal. I could. I wonder, can you buy other things other than mattresses at mattress stores, Katie? Um, Pillows, probably like orthopedic pillows, orthopedic pillows, Um, maybe like like standing mats. If you have like bad knees and you need a special place to stand while you do your dishes, I'm guessing that uh, mattress stores sell that, too. That's a very specific thing. <laughs> I, I know, but I was thinking like in real life, probably they do. I mean, yeah, you're, you're probably right. And I, they might sell like headboards and stuff like that. Oh, uh, the bedstands. Or bed like water beds. I went to this store one time. I don't I, I've been looking stuff up, so I don't know what how we got onto mattress stores. But um, I could steal a mattress. Oh, OK. Well, I don't think you could, first of all. Second of all, I went to this mattress store and it was oh, in the store in Columbus and it was Probably a very popular store. I don't know. I've never seen it before. I've never been in it before. It's called Waterbeds and More. And it really did have Waterbeds and More. It had all sorts of weed paraphernalia. Nice. And like tons of waterbeds and like posters of Bob Marley. And I think it had a whole record section and like crystals and like incense. Like that was the vibe of the downstairs was like tie dye, crystals, incense, weed paraphernalia. The upstairs was all waterbeds. Okay. I don't know how they go together. How does someone go like how does do the market for over overlap for like Katie like giant posters you, of a chimpanzee holding a weed leaf? You know it does. Saying you say it like 420 you think it, dank and you, then upstairs waterbeds. You say this like you don't think those overlap. No, I don't think they do. I think the people who Katie. want waterbeds are generally too young to smoke weed. That never has stopped anybody from smoking weed. No, no. If you're like six, you can't smoke weed. But I think, okay, I think the reason you don't think adults want waterbeds is because I feel like, I feel like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo would love a waterbed. And you know he smokes weed. Actually, in James Gunn's movies, they're originally supposed to be uh, rated R, the live action Scooby-Doo. The first one was going to be rated R, uh, and in it, Shaggy was going to be a straight up stoner. But instead, they just did stoner jokes and never actually showed him being a stoner. But... I do think there's an overlap. I do, I do between waterbeds and weed paraphernalia. When I was little, I wanted so desperately to have a waterbed with real live fish in it. I even oh, I don't think they'd survive. I even thought up ways to to feed the fish without uh, uh, sacrificing the structural integrity of my bed. Lots of different ways. There were um, why, but people used to say that a lot too. They don't think they'll survive. Why wouldn't they? They can swim under me. I'm not going to be like crushing the fish the bed is big i know but they they need more things than just water to live they need a filter i can they attach that to a bed filter they need food i can do that probably for the water not to be constantly jostled by a man sitting on the bed 
They live. There, salmon live in rivers and waterfalls. They'll be fine. You're not gonna put a salmon in your bed. You don't know that. I don't know how I got to water beds, but Katie's prime time crime time related to booby traps. Okay. Okay. There was this football player in the '90s. What's his name? Ray Carruth. Nice. He played for the Carolina Pan- Panthers. Yeah, probably. Is that what the Carolinas? Is that what the Carolinas? What? Yeah, Panthers. Okay. Why and did you not know that? I'm not a football guy. I'm a but did you see how did you guy. but how did you know he what he played for but not the name of the team he played for? Because I knew he was from Carolina. Oh, so you just made a guess? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, you nailed it. I knew he played for Carolina. I just didn't know the name of the team. The Panthers' name is Sir Purr. Sir Purr. That's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. That's Aww. adorable. I'm a Panthers fan now, but I'm not a Panthers fan after I read you this story. Okay. Ray Carruth played for three seasons with. Uh, the Carolina Panthers made like tons of money. Like he was on like a $40 million contract yeah. in the nineties. That's a lot of money. I mean, it's a lot of money now, but like in the nineties, it was even more, a lot of money. Um, he had a child with a woman in college and he hated being a father. He was a completely absent father. He loved the party lifestyle. He super young got uh, assigned to the Panthers and they gave him like a $10 million starting bonus. Nice. So like he, he was, went from like broke college kid to multimillionaire overnight. And so he, um, started the, that party lifestyle. So he didn't want a kid because he didn't want to have to take care of a kid and, or settle down with one woman. Yeah. So he was like, uh, yeah, bye absent father. Ooh. And so he went back to play the Panthers. This girl was like, okay, pay child support. And he's like, "Ah, no way. And then she's like, okay, we'll go to court. And the the judge was like, dude, you just made $10 million. You're going to pay $5,000 a month in child support, which is like 10 times more than what he would have paid. Yeah. Um, And so he, again, was like, no way, not paying that. Um, But he had to because it was the court. But then eventually he he made a deal (laughs) with the baby mama that he's like, uh, he said, okay, what if I pay you $2,700 a month instead of $500? And she's like, fine, as long as you be a better father. Okay. And from the story, you will know he never became a better father. Yeah, no. Okay, skip that. But that was in college. He a few years later, playing for the Panthers, meets a woman. This woman's name was Sharika. Um, Sharika Adams. She's a real estate agent, and she was apparently like just the most unique and bubbly girl. She immediately fell for Ray Carruth. They actually they met at a party, and that very first night, she took him like back to her house to like hang out they didn't weren't even going to do anything like inappropriate they just went back to her house to keep hanging out because they didn't want to stop sure they were they actually met the met sharika's parents that night like the very first night they met they dated for seven months things were going super well until sharika got pregnant how does she how does he booby trap something Okay, give me a minute. Okay. Shariki gets pregnant. He's like, uh, I already pay $2,700 a month in child support. And if I ever leave you, I don't want to pay child support. So you have to abort the baby. And she said, no way. And so he was like, okay, fine. Well, I'm not going to be with you then. And she's like, that's fine. I am happy to be a single mother. I just want my baby. And he's like, okay, I'll pay child support and I will be gone. And that's actually a lie. He didn't want to pay child support and he wasn't okay with being gone. So she was seven months pregnant with this child, his child. And he calls her up and he's like, hey, he's still playing for the Panthers at this point. Yeah. Okay. And he's still rich. Yes, of course. Like really rich. And he just didn't want to pay. Like he literally was making like hundreds of millions of dollars a year, oh, tens of million dollars a year. But in today's money. <laughs> no, he was making tens of million dollars a year and he didn't want to 
stop paying, start paying child support for two kids, which is insane because he was literally a multimillionaire. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but he also loved expensive things. Like he's, he, he had like 10 sports cars and all that kind of stuff. Don't we all love expensive things? Yeah, he, but he really loved expensive things. <laughs> okay. So he calls her up like eight months into preg- her pregnancy and was like, hey, um, I've been thinking about you and I've been thinking about our baby and I was wondering if you wanted to go on a date with me. Okay. And so they go on a date. For some reason, he tricks her into driving separately. And so he's like, okay, you get in your car. I get in my car. You follow me there. Okay. He goes and suddenly slows down at a stop. He slows down to a stop just in the middle of the road. And so she has to stop too because she's like right behind him. Okay. And as soon as she stops, a car pulls up next to her, shoots her four times and speeds off. Oh my gosh. and, And this car speed off. What? And that's the booby trap. If you couldn't tell, she had been shot four times in the chest and abdomen. She actually didn't die. She called. Well, she didn't die at first. She called 911 and basically solved her own case. Like she told him all the all all of the information. She said, I was with this football player, Ray Carruth. His number is 86. Um, She told him exactly where they were, exactly what happened. And all of this was used in court to testify against him, which is crazy. She basically testified at her own murder trial. Oh, my gosh. Um, she went to the hospital and was in a coma for like two months until her mom decided that there, even if she did recover, there was no way she'd ever be like recover, recover. So if she did wake up, she'd have like really bad brain damage and be in like in a vegetative state. Uh, so she just pulled the plug and her mom took comfort in the fact that she looked really peaceful when she passed, which is really nice. Um, but Katie. crazy. They actually delivered the baby. What? They delivered the baby, C-section the baby while she was in the hospital. And he had gone 70 minutes without oxygen. And he survived. How? He survived the, his father's murder attempt. Who, who and kept he had, the baby? He, uh, Sharika's mom. Really good, really good woman. Good. Um, What's he, what? he had cerebral palsy and brain damage from not having um, Adam's. Adams. Sharika Adams. Um, Sharika Adams. Oh, She was really pretty. Colton's looking at pictures of her right now. It makes me really mad. Ray Carruth is a bad person. Yes, Let's look he's at Ray a terrible Carruth. person. He's ugly. Oh, he is. Why are murderers always ugly? It's because their souls are black. It's, no, it's because they're just dumb and ugly. Look at this guy. I was expecting a, like a like a big football player man. No, I don't know what he played. But anyways, um, this little boy, other than other than the cerebral palsy, which he can live with, was a healthy, happy little baby boy. Aww. Survived his father's attack on him and his mother, and it's really just really sweet. He actually turned twenty one this year. Um, That's sweet. And okay, he's, he's he's living his best life right now. Um, Ray Carruth, obviously, went to jail. Well, for two months, he went. He was arrested almost immediately. Got out on bail because he had it was he was like a three million dollar bail. He's a multimillionaire. Got out on bail, um, and but on the stipulation that he would be rearrested if Sharika died because at this point it was just assault with a deadly weapon. It wasn't murder. Just assault with a deadly oh, weapon. Oh yeah, but that's why his his for him the bail was so low. The, when she finally died two months later in the hospital, uh, he went on the run. He heard he got news that they that she passed and he and this woman. Uh, ran off they found him in tennessee when they they like started a manhunt for him nationwide put their pictures out they got a tip the fbi got a tip that the woman that he ran off with 
was spotted at a motel in Tennessee. So they went to the motel and they're like, do you see, do you know these women? Oh, this woman in the sky and this, um, the hotel attendant was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm actually not sure which room they're in, which is so weird that they couldn't just go like door to door and just ask, Hey, yeah. who's in this room? But, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure they could have, the, but they just didn't. The police were like, okay, well, we'll do a stakeout. And so they sat and they watched, and it's a motel, so they could like see people coming in and out of their front doors. He, they see, I think her name was Wendy. Um, Wendy comes out of the of the motel room, and so they're like, okay, that's obviously where Ray Carruth is. So they go in there and they... Wait, who's Wendy? Wendy's the woman that Ray Carruth convinced to run away with him okay. when he went on the run. So they go into Wendy's room, and there's no sign of Ray Carruth anywhere, but they know he had to be with her. And so these FBI agents are like, um, you listen, you know where Ray Carruth is hiding. Where is Ray Carruth? And Wendy obviously had agreed to write with Ray Carruth not to say a single thing. So she just kept silent. But her eyes darted to the car keys. And one of the police, uh, one of the FBI agents noticed this. And so he's, she's, he's like, you obviously know where he is. You just looked at the car keys subconsciously, grabbed the car keys, went out and found the car they were to. And he was literally curled up in the trunk of this car. Um, with lots of evidence that he had been living in the trunk of this little car because he was too afraid to step foot like in the real world. There were, there was food, snacks, changes of clothing and this bottles is... of pee because he was too oh afraid to goodness. leave the car. That's so... But then he was arrested and charged and actually didn't i think he was charged with conspiracy to commit murder so he's actually not in prison anymore yeah he's out because he hired because the fact that he hired a hitman to um do the actual like pull the actual trigger Mm. the hitman got sentenced to like 70 years um the the getaway driver was coerced he was threatened like the ray caruth was like if you don't do this i'll kill you um and so he was found to be Guilty of second degree murder for being the getaway driver, but he was coerced into it so that he had like a 10 year sentence instead of much more. And then there was a third person who was in the car who was sentenced to 90 days because he didn't turn anyone into the police, but there was no evidence to say that he actually knew anything about it. He just thought he was going for a ride with his buddies. Okay. And then he was horrified, but he never turned anyone in. The getaway driver is actually the person who turned in Ray Carruth and the hitman and himself too, which is really brave. That's so wild. And really, really messed up. Yeah. Ray Carruth, I, I hate that his Wikipedia page opens with early life, college, career, professional, know, career, literally. personal life. 4.1, a subsection, is his crimes. That should be the top of that it. That should be the top of it. Ray Carruth, he was a good football player, but an awful, Bad person. awful person, which trumps everything else that he could have done. All right, moving on to the next day, the, 20 the minutes in. The only good thing in. about that story is that... <laughs> is that um, the kid survived? Yes, their son survived, and I think his name is, let me see what this, he had a really good name, because uh, Sharika's mom got to name him. Good. I'm moving on to the next day now. Today, now, sorry, it's, we're late in the week, in the, in the episode, I mean, but today is now Monday, May 30th. His name is Chancellor Lee Adams. Chancellor's a great name. I know, isn't that a cool name? Yeah. Today is now Monday, May 30th. It is National Hole in My Bucket Day. There's a hole in, in my bucket, bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza. There's a hole in my bucket, dear Liza, a hole. That was weird. Um, no, it's the hole in my bucket song. I also want it to be known that we're still doing crimes this week, but nothing like that guy. That dude. dude that was a booby trap, though. Dude, yeah. You can't say it wasn't a booby trap. Don't do anything like him. 
He is a bad person. We are going to steal someone's bucket. That's about like I want I want to be understand the level of crime that I'm saying we do is take a kid's bucket on the beach. That's the worst of that that I well, would say. Well, you're going to take do. it from a child? Take it from an elderly person instead. If it has a hole in it. Oh, okay. You could be like the Grinch and be like, "Oh, your bucket has a hole in it. I'm going to take it back to my workshop and fix it up for that's you." That's not what the Grinch sounds like at all. No, that's what the Grinch sounds like. No, it's He's not. He's like, "I hate Christmas." <laughs> the Grinch sounds so whimsical in your I mind. I hate who? I hate Christmas. I hate Whoville and I hate the Who's. You kind of sound like the, the child Grinch. Tri- Christmas. And I'm going to steal your Christmas tree and take it back to my workshop, little girl. Well, I'm going to steal your Christmas tree and take it back to my workshop, little girl. Katie's Grinch is bright blue. My, no, my Grinch is skinny. And played by? And played by, oh, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great movie. And he talks like that. He talks like that the whole time. Or... He talks like... You know who uh, Cindy Lou Who is played by? Who? Cher. <laughs> I I like that your that your bridge in your raid talks like uh, well, Cindy Lou Willy Who is Wonka. actually not a little girl. Um, Cindy Lou Who is like 52. Yeah. And the, the Grinch is actually only like... Seven. No. Oh. He's like 27. Oh, I was 20 years but off. But then they fall in love. I feel like the Grinch... I've taken a lot of creative liberties with this. He's like, hello, little girl. You're not a little girl. You're a cougar. You are an old woman. A cougar. An old, beautiful woman. And she's like, hey there, sexy. Oh my gosh. I feel like like, the Grinch is a being of... Follow me. I noticed some mistletoe in the town square. And then he... And then he like grabs it. He's like, he's she's like, whoa ho ho, hey there, buckaroo. Let's, does Timothy does, let's the, does the Grinch look like the Grinch in this movie, or does it just look like Til- Timothy Chalamet? It's Timothy Chalamet, but he's wearing a full face of makeup, but like no extra hair. No, just a lot of makeup in his hair. He's bald, actually. Oh, he's like, and the- he has a bunch of tattoos of like birds on his skull. You're making a lot of creative <laughs> liberties with this I know, Grinch. It's the Grinch. He did it himself out of out of rage for Christmas. Okay, maybe we should self-tattooed his skull. Maybe we should slowly work our way through this Grinch plot, but move away from the title Grinch. No, but that, the Grinch. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, the Grinch. No, if anything, it would be like the the is there Winkle? Mo- are there lots Winkle. of Winkle? I think the Winkle fits more than Grinch. The Winkle. Yeah, because Grinch is like a fat old smelly Grinch. Gwinkle, Gwinkle is like a skinny Grinch. The Gwinkle is my little skinny, my ta- little skinny, hairless, man. Timothy Chalamet tattooed Grinch. I have a question. Yeah, tell me. Are there lots of Grinches in the Whoville world? No, it's only one. Remember? Because he blew in from a really bad wind. So is it like Bigfoot versus Sasquatches where there's one Bigfoot, but lots of Sasquatches? Sasquatches. I like that more. Lots of Sasquatches. Yeah, I think that's right. So there's one Grinch, but there are lots of hairy, hairy who's. Yeah, exactly. I think he probably blew in from a different country. He's um, just a foreign that's, who. That's just what he looks like. And the fact that he was so angry was because people didn't understand his culture and did, made no efforts to educate him about his people. And he felt isolated and alone. Isn't his culture eating the like, Santa well, plates? That's, well, that's what the Grinch does. We don't know what his culture does because they don't show it in the movie. We should make a Katie, you and I should make a sequel called The Grinkle. And it's set the it, called the Gwinkle about the Gwinch. 
sequel about the Grinch, about the Grinch, and it's set in the Grinch's snowflake. And then Timothy Chalamet blows in. He's hairless because he's not. He's from the original, uh, the Grinch world, the yeah, Grinchiverse. And he's called a Gwinkle because the Grinches don't know anything. And in the Grinchiverse, there is no. Um, no, sorry, in the Grinch's snowflake. The Grinchiverse is the overall multi-movie um, universe. Obviously. But the 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 Grinch's original uh, storyline, the Gwinko blows in from that snowflake onto this piece of pollen where the Grinches come from. The Grinches are hairy because they're from pollen. And it's the hairs to build up a tolerance to the allergens. The Grinches are the allergens. Everyone knows that. Their, their hairs tickle your nose. That's what makes you sneeze. It's the Grinches on the pollen. The Grinch. And the Gwinkle, it has to teach them the true meaning of cold and flu season. Oh, hay fever? No, the, you know there's a lie where he goes, hay fever? Like a friend named Fever. He says hello to them. And like, I feel like there'd be a lot of sickness puns in this, in this movie called The Gwinkle. This is going to be a good movie. I agree. Lots of special effects. Uh, lots and lots of practical makeup on all the actors to make them all look like Grinches, except for Tim- Timothy Chalamet, who looks like a regular man. No, he looks... Yeah, exactly. Uh, living in a, a Grinch's world. Moving on. That's a good way to celebrate all of my bucket day. Moving on. Today is National Utah Day. Oh! 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 oh. And Actually, I don't know much about Utah. Um, I feel like I've talked about this before about the soda shops. Yeah. So I feel like for some reason I've talked about Utah more on this show than I have about any other state, even though it's arguably one of the states I know the least about. Well, here, I was prepared for this one. Uh, according to AutoEurope.com. AutoEurope.com? Yeah. I'm te- going to tell you some weird laws in Utah. Why so, is it on AutoEurope.com? And I, why are these all pick, paired with photos of like I have no Mercedes? idea. I have no That's idea. That's so weird. It's definitely talking about Europe. Uh, Euro, sorry, Utah. This is a country it's called showing, Utah. Like European. No, it's not Salt Lake City right there. Yeah. Um, it's so, so weird because there's just a bunch of pictures of foreign cars next to all of these laws. Go ahead and if you're listening to this, search AutoEurope.com slash travel dash blog slash weird laws Utah. And you'll find these weird laws. The first law that we're going to break uh, today is no catastrophes. Oh, I don't think we have the power to fix that. I mean, I guess we could like no, crash a car into a building. That's it's no catastrophe. That the, the, According to the criminal code, a catastrophe entails use of a weapon. Oh, never mind. Or mass destruction. There we go. Uh, flood, avalanche, collapse of building or other harmful or destructive forces. Okay, question. So are they saying that avalanches are illegal? Yes. But... That doesn't make sense. You like, can't you stop can't control that. Control that. Yeah. Uh, Take it up with the God, Utah. <laughs> Jeez. Utah said he could find the God. Yeah. Utah is going to take God to court. Um, second one. No snowballs. That seems. We- I think Utah just wants to ban fun. There's a $50 um, fine in Provo, which is an area in Utah. Uh, probably a Mormon thing. Mormons have weird laws. Uh, no offense to any Mormons out there. I'm sure your laws make sense to your culture, but like to people who don't know, it's you could say the same about pretty much any religion, but just Mormonism to me, I think it's so close to the religion I grew up in. Yeah. It just so, so, so like ever so different. It's, yeah. it's so similar to my like childhood religion or like my, my lifelong religion, but like just tweaked, just 
tweaked and those little tweaks are just bizarre to me. Uh, next one. <laughs> this, is a, this is an easy one to fix. No riding a bike without hands. Man, Utah really doesn't like people to have fun. Uh, you must at least one hand needs to be touching the bars at all times. Okay. Uh, this one, I this one we can break right here, right now on the show. No swearing for women. Oh my gosh. I'm going to murder whoever is in Utah making these stupid laws. I'm going to murder them. Like what? Women can't use profane words in Logan without risking a fine of some sort. Women? Equally contentious is how a husband is responsible for every crime his wife commits in his presence. Are you? <laughs> yeah, send your husband to jail, ladies. Start cussing up a storm. Katie, you ready? I'm about to bleep you. You ready? Yep. Three, three two, one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, now we know that Katie would get a fine and her husband, if he was around, would get an even bigger fine. Um, That's so gross. I hate Logan, Utah. You can't go in a convenience store after dark without an ID. That makes sense, I guess. I mean, no, I guess it doesn't. That's really, that's really, I could see, like I could see it, but also it's definitely just a thing to like gatekeep. There are so many good ones. No gunpowder to remedy headaches. That doesn't make sense. Uh, Apparently, in Trout Creek, it is illegal to use gunpowder to remedy hair, uh, headaches. Next one, no throwing missiles at buses. Uh, it is, it's criminality of hurling missiles at buses. And there's a specific law. Uh, it is a third degree felony. Okay, I feel like that's a third degree felony is a little much, but I feel like it is a law everywhere. Katie's primetime crime time. One more thing real quick. Law enforcement. You can't interrupt my Katie's primetime crime time. Well, you want to know that law enforcement is exempt in this law. <laughs> so, Aren't they exempt from all laws, though? Uh, no, Lady cops can swear in Logan. No detonating nuclear weapons. Okay, that's fair. You didn't let me do my thing. It would be really short. Okay, do it. Well, last one took 20 minutes, know, so you better go fast. I know someone whose cousin threw a rock at a, off of a interstate and hit a car and killed him. Oh, that's terrible. They're in jail. It was an accident, right? Yeah, I mean, they weren't trying to. They threw the rock off on purpose, but they weren't trying to hurt anybody. Oh, okay. That's good. They were teenagers. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. It was a sad situation, but that was my prime time crime time for this little snippet. No biting in boxing. Okay, that seems like a fair rule also. And here's my favorite one. Like, talking to you, Mike Tyson. No complaining about milk. I hate. As far as the interpretation of the criminality code goes, Utah says it is illegal for milk consumers to unfairly discriminate against milk distributors and criticize the grade or quality. So that's so weird. So in Utah, what kind of world is Utah? It's like Utah is run by people who like are all friends with each other and just make the laws suit them exactly. Like a bunch of white milk distributors. And you and they think that complaining about milk is a big enough problem that it needs this law. Is that even no, in a district? It's, it's all of Utah. Y- Utah is run by, by milk. white men who distribute milk and then orient the laws to make it so that it would be it, like it fits them best. That's my conspiracy is that Utah is run, run by mil- milk mongers. This is a good conspiracy. Why are you looking this up? Today, we're moving on. Okay, how are we going to celebrate this day? We're going to play truth or dare. No, not how we can celebrate Utah Day. No, we're going to play Truth or Dare in Utah. That's probably illegal. I mean, yeah, to be fair. 
I dare you to complain about milk. But that's very on brand, Katie, because the day now is June 1st. We're starting June. And it is... Dare day. You might need to turn down some of my stuff. I'm feeling really pumped. Yes, so I'm it's, being a little bit loud. It's actually a great day to be pumped. It is dare day. June 1st. Dare like D-A-R-E. Like you, do, you, like you do a dare or like you like you do a dare or more like um you like do a dare or more like Dare Day. A dare? No. Let me answer your like question. Dare like drugs. Let me answer your question. Dare Day on June 1st is the perfect opportunity for people to break out of their shells and do something different. Okay. Colton, I dare you to kiss your own foot. I, okay. Katie, you tell everybody what's happening step by step. I'm going to okay, try and Colton do this. Colton is scooching back from the desk. Colton is grabbing his ankle. Colton's bending down. Colton just kissed his big toe. Colton. It was the base of my big toe, not my actual big toe. Uh, I don't know how that makes it any better. Well, I mean, I didn't actually. I I could. I was more braggy that I could reach the base oh, of my okay. foot and not just my toe. It wasn't the base toe. of your foot. It was literally like it was the, the under section of your big toe. No, it was the underside of my foot. No, I'm doing it again. Kitty, come date. Okay, Colton's scooting back again, grabbing his foot once again, and now he planted a kiss firmly lower down on the on his t- foot so that it's on the base of his foot. The base of my foot. And then he wiped his mouth off with the back of his hand with a with a look of triumph in his eyes. <laughs> Hey, yes, I did wipe my mouth off with the back of my hand because I wanted the, the gross taste out of my mouth. I feel like that's fair. Um, so today we're doing some dares. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, we we all know how dares can cause crime. I feel like dares are pretty easy to cause crime. Katie, what's your favorite dare? What's your go-to dare when you dare somebody something? My go-to dare when I dare someone to do something? Yeah. Um, usually go outside and howl at the moon. Yeah, I feel like our dares, because we don't do anything like illegal, except, except for on the day. But normally our dares. Why did we decide to do crime today? I don't I remember was, why we were I doing was crime. In the, I was in the shower this morning getting ready to record. And I thought, I think, I think focusing every day on how to do crime would be funny. And it was. And it is. So okay, we're, we're, yeah, I dare you to date, steal a car. That's a big crime. Yes, it is. Um, but no, normally Fun Katie, fact, my parents used to be, youth, my parents used to be youth pastors and they had this kid who would go to their youth group whose like job was that he would steal cars in one state, drive them across the border into a different state and sell them at a junkyard. Wait, for real? Yes. And then he went to my parents' youth group. He was a teenager. Did he tell them about this job? Yeah. Did they, were they okay with it? No. What did they do to fix it? They mentored him. I don't know. Out of stealing and trashing other people's cars? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the details of it. I just know that they knew that he did it. That's wild, man. I know. It's a wild crime. Um, but no, Katie and my dares normally ultimately boil down to go outside because it's normally night when we're playing mm-hmm. and then do something. Yeah. Go outside and howl at the moon. Go outside and run one lap around the house. Go outside and run to the creek and back. Yeah. Go outside and go to the barn. Um, one yes. time I had my college friends over. <laughs> I have college friends. and uh, I don't. Yeah, you don't go to college anymore. I dropped out, baby. Heck yeah. Uh, and we got in the hot tub. We were playing Truth or Dare. I don't remember any of the dares, but they were all like boring. Every I, I always think the Truth or Dare is boring. There's been, never been a time where I've been like, <laughs> I feel like yeah, that was fun. Someone insulted someone else's hair, but like subtly. And then the next day without saying anything, they changed their hair. And it made me kind of sad. It made me feel bad for them, for sure. That was one of the things that happened in the hot tub Truth or Dare game. There was a, a dare that was... For some reason, someone dared somebody to, they dared the person to tell everybody their least favorite thing about them. That seems like a Just truth, a, not a dare. Well, it wasn't, I guess it might have been a truth, I don't remember, but it was a very, 
I mean, that's just like a mean spirited dare. That's a mean spirited dare. You're just gonna hurt someone's feelings. Hurt everyone's. The, yeah. the, the dare was hurt my feelings and everybody in the hot yeah. tub's feelings. It was a stupid dare. Shouldn't have done it. Uh, but yeah, dare dares are. I feel like the best dares are when you're on a lake because you could actually do stuff with that. Go jump in the water. Yeah, see how long you can hold your breath. Take a sprint towards the, uh, like full sprint as fast as you can towards the lake. Try and get people to look at you. Um, there's lots of things you can do on a lake. Jump off the boat. Eat a fish with your bare hands. Try and catch a fish with your bare hands. Eat it with your mouth after it, it's wriggling around on your face. One time, Katie and I were in uh, on a lake and we saw a little kid kayaking by. <laughs> Uh, and he was kayaking, and a while he was kayaking, a tiny little fish jumped and landed. It in wasn't his, that tiny. It was like probably the size of a silver dollar. Yeah, and it jumped and it landed. No, of a fifty cent piece, I mean. You done? Yeah, but I was trying to give an accurate size of the fish. Okay, it jumped and it landed in the boat with the kid, and the kid started just screaming. But it wasn't like for his mom or anything. He was just going no. Get away from me! No! <laughs> and he's like, stop! And he's in a kayak, so he like jumps up so that he's like squatting on his feet, like a little bird perched in the back of the and, kayak. And then he's like bending over and screaming right at, at this the fish. fish. He's like flopping on the deck, dying, <laughs> and he's gasping for water. No! Get away from me! Stop! No! And his, I think, I think he just. Wait till the fish jumped yeah, out. It was so funny. It literally went on for like 15 seconds. It was so was, funny. I don't, I don't know what he was hoping to have happen. He was just in a panic. He was in panic mode. He was really just going into survival mode. And for some reason, <laughs> he, he decided to yell at the fish. The same thing he was taught to yell at a potential kidnapper. If yeah. someone like grabs you, that's what you should yell at them. Get away from me. I don't know you. Stop. Yeah. But the thing is, it made everybody panic until he realized what was happening. You know, like. Because we, we all did think kidnapper, and we looked, and it was a dude screaming at a tiny little fish flopping on his kayak. kid yelling at a fish. Yeah. All right. So on, on this day, dare your friends to scream at a fish. Moving on. Katie, now it is June 2nd. Don't you love June 2nd? I love June 2nd. This day is inherently a crime anyway. It is national leave the office early day. No, it's not. It's If it's a crime, my coworkers are going to prison talking to you. I'm not going to say their names. Coworkers. Coworkers. Uh... I like that you show you started to show us straight because normally I have to just bleep you telling people everyone's names in your office. Because uh, normally, Kay just told the the office workers' names. Yeah, I did. I bleeped them. Well, she bleeped them. Well, I, yeah. Uh, well, they leave the office early. We don't work in an office, so it's not really leaving the office. And usually, they're they're actually are sick. But I mean, I've left early twice because I was sick. One time I was actually sick, like I threw up, and the other time. Um, the other time I, I was I was sick. But but in a different way. Diarrhea? Oh no. The first time I went no. home and threw up like my whole gut. The second time I needed a tampon. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Katie, I wanna tell you this. Uh this one is genuinely made me so happy. Here's a sentence in the description. This annual holiday was founded by employee productivity expert Laura Stack in two thousand four. To raise awareness for, awareness for the benefit of increased workplace productivity. I am so happy that this day knows exactly who did it, 
when they did it and why they did it. I know, nobody else, like, none of the other days, even the weird, like, ones that you should know who made it up. It was like... None of them know. It would be like National Founded by John Franklinson Day. And the description would be like, well, no one knows who started this day or when. We think it was ancient (laughs) Egyptians. Like, you you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So this one I appreciate because it literally just told us who did it, for what reason they did it, for like... Yeah, it's great. Is this Friday by chance? No, this is Thursday, my okay, friend. Okay, let's hear this. Let's, hear this. let's celebrate this. Okay, how are you going to celebrate this? I'm going to celebrate this by kissing your mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why. <laughs> it's your mom, too. No, not yours. I was talking to the audience. Oh, you're going to kiss all. Katie's going to drive around kissing mothers. <laughs> Be ready. She's That's coming. Why I'm leaving the workplace early. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> Why did you say that? I don't know. It's the most random thing I could think of. Why? But why didn't you? Okay. It was a good, it was a good joke for sure. Okay. I take it back. I'm not going to kiss anyone's mom. I'm glad I made the joke because it was very funny. It was. But I'm actually just going to leave the workplace early. So <laughs> a lot less, a lot less entertaining. Actually, I'm not working this day. I don't work on Thursday. This Heck yeah. sucks. I can't leave the office early. I'll leave the office early day because I don't even go in the office. You left the office the earliest. You left before you even arrived. Guys, I have an announcement to make. Okay. I, Katie Pratt, have a food truck. Yeah, Katie does. I don't know why she did it like that. <laughs> why did you do it like it was a, like like an admission of guilt? Oh, it's not an admission of guilt and it's an admission of excitement. And do you want to hear my menu? I'm writing out my menu. The reason I said it is because I'm writing out my menu right now because I need to turn my application for a food truck license in. Okay, yeah, share the menu. Sure, sure. Smoked jalapenos wrapped in meat. Called, They're called armadillo eggs, but yeah. to put it on the menu, I couldn't put armadillo eggs. I had to put what it actually was. Why? Oh, oh okay. because it's for the application. Smoked beef, smoked pork, smoked chicken, macaroni and cheese, mm. coleslaw, Mm-mm. french fries, mm. hamburger, mm. hot dog, mm. funnel cake, mm. churros, mm. canned soda in water bottles. Those are okay. And I'm not sure, there's got to be other things that like... How are you going to do smoked, I mean, uh, do, one of those things seemed unrealistic. Which one? I don't know. Smoked jalapeno, smoked beef, smoked pork, smoked chicken, mac and cheese, coleslaw, french fries, hamburger, hot dog, funnel cake, churros. I feel like hamburger hot dog are the most out, you have such a like a good theme of smoked meats. And then I know, but I really wanted to make hot hamburgers. Um, hot dogs, I could take them or leave them. So I'm not sure if I'm going to leave that on there, but they're cheap. And they're easy, easy to make. and people will eat them. Yeah, they do. One time, I went to I went to a food truck and ordered a uh, br- brisket, brat, or somebody else ordered a brat, a brisket and a hot dog were the two things I ordered, and the hot dog came out and it was just slathered in barbecue sauce. Yeah, I mean, and, you did order it from a barbecue restaurant, so yeah, but I don't normally. I, I just assumed it would be a hot. dog. I ordered barbecue. Colson, stuff. you've one hundred percent talked about this on both podcasts already. It will it. It really was confusing to me. Okay. I don't think I have. No, you definitely. I've heard this story like six times. Well, you just and heard that in my that life. crazy because you ordered a hot dog from the thing called, what was it called? Like everything with barbecue? No, that's not what it was called. It was called, it was literally called like barbecue city or something. It was city, good. Not barbecue city. I mean, that's the hot dog was fine. The barbecue sauce was fine, but it, they don't go together. You don't put that on each other. Yeah. If it was like a sausage, like a smoked sausage or something, that would be good. Yeah. A brat would yeah. be fine. Okay, moving on. Uh, Katie has to go in like five minutes. Okay, we'll get through the last holiday very quickly. I'm so sorry about cutting it short. 
Uh, Katie, it's not short. Short. It's it'll be it'll be like five minutes short. Oh, um, it'll be forty-five minutes total. Short? No, it'll be fifteen minutes short. If we ended right now, we're at forty-five minutes. About no, right I see. Now. Yeah, okay, it'll be ten minutes short. Uh, we can come back and record the rest. Nah, of it it's later. okay. It's fine. The audience is fine. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. Today, uh, Katie apologizes for this. Also, I apologize for taking up more time and not talking about the final holiday. We're um, getting there right now. Let us get to it. <laughs> I'm and sorry then for taking up. So we'll much celebrate this holiday for five minutes. How short out. the podcast is gonna. Be. You'll get there for five minutes. I will wrap up the show while you leave. Okay. And so we can celebrate five minutes all just exclusively celebrating. After I'm done talking about what we're going to do, we can do it. Um, okay, today is now uh, Friday, June 3rd, and it is National European Cycling Day. Sorry, Euro- European Bicycle Day. But it is also World Bicycle Day. So not only Europeans get to celebrate this, but Europeans get to cel- celebrate this Twice for European Bicycle Day and World Bicycle Day, which I'm going to do World Bicycle Day because world where I'm part of the world and I'm not a part of Europe. That's fair. This one has 4,000 shares on social media. That's Um, the most I've ever seen. Bicycle. Everyone rides bikes and everyone loves bikes. Actually, in Europe, um, in Amsterdam, there's more bikes than there's people. And the most common crime in Amsterdam is bike theft. Why are there more bikes than people? Because they love their bikes there. Amsterdam is a biking city 100%. There's like hardly any cars. It's, it's yeah. all. It's yeah, so okay. crazy too seeing all of these people ride their bikes. Uh, there have been there were bikes with a bunch of mods on them. And so it would be like a dad pedaling a bike. I saw a bunch of these. Dad pedaling a bike. But in front of the handlebars in a like giant V-shaped box that extends in front of the handlebars with a wheel on it. So it obviously doesn't like fall off is like blankets and two kids. How is a box V-shaped? Like a V-shaped container, like a shoe box, but shaped like a V. Like a triangle? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was trying to figure out how two lines formed a box. I was, I was like, like a triangle. I felt like boxes inherently have a shape, and I was trying to figure out yeah. how there could be a different shape. And where are the wheels? The wheels are like, okay, the box isn't connected to the... To the uh, honestly, I don't know. I saw... <laughs> I saw, them I saw them driving around, but I don't know where the wheels are. <laughs> do, the, do people in Amsterdam know that bicycles without a person to ride them are inherently pointless? I'm not sure, but there was like these bicycle parking garages where you just give it to like the bicycle valet. <laughs> and it's like three stories of bikes just like stacked on top of each other. Uh, okay. It's crazy. It was really cool. Bikes are awesome. My Amsterdam was awesome. I recommend it. Hey, you like riding bikes? I'm going to go get a lap dance from the red light district. Whoa. From a male stripper. I've been feeling fine. That's actually not true. When I was in Amsterdam, we took a boat through the through the um, red light district, but we did not stop in the red light district, which is strange because the red light district is technically... Amsterdam's number one tourist attraction. I actually saw There's a, a TikTok lot of weed the other shops day there too. About the red light district. And I did a whole research paper, eight page research paper on the red light district. Nice. Uh, the TikTok I saw was a, was a girl, a two girls who went to a who went to a show at the red light district, and they talked about how it was not as raunchy as they thought it would be. No, yeah, it's it. Red light district doesn't mean anything. Like everything is sex related. Well, red the light, show was the show was supposed to be raunchy, right? But it was like it, it's 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 just means it's safe for sex workers to work there without being arrested it doesn't mean like Good. um they're like they're not illegal i mean technically 
It's iffy. It's, it's iffy. Um, in Amsterdam, it's iffy, but they uh, have been very. They, they usually don't. It's like it's like with the marijuana thing. Mm. Technically, travelers aren't allowed to have like weed on them, but residents are. But it's not really enforced. All right, real fast, Katie. I'm going to tell you a bunch of number facts about uh, bicycles. You tell me what you think about that, okay? okay? Actually, I'm going to tell you the number, the number, and you tell me what you think it means. Okay. 12.4%. Percentage of all Americans who cycle on a regular basis. Don't look at the screen. <laughs> don't, please don't. This is a fun game. 35 seats. 35 seats? Yeah. The biggest bicycle in the world. The, lo- the longest tandem bike, yes. I was right. 67 feet. The tallest bike in the world. No, the longest tandem bike again. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> You're such a... Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, 15 million. Number of bicycles. No. The in mu- Amsterdam. The number of discarded bicycles every year. Oh, every year. Holy crap. Where do they go? Probably to uh, Europe, uh, the UK, because 18% of bicycles are imported by the UK every year. Why do they import them? Who's we, no, where, we import, does the U.S. import them from imported, the UK? No, imported by the U.K. So where do they get them? The, U, the United Kingdom is getting bikes from somewhere. They just don't tell us Probably where. Probably like, like, I don't know where. All right. That, that was confusing. On World Bicycle Day. We're going to commit crimes by stealing bikes because that is the number one th- uh, crime in Amsterdam. Absolutely. Bike theft. Um, if, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, you should please share it with a friend. I think this is a great episode, right, Katie? I think it was really good. Yeah, so share this with a friend. Uh, repost on Instagram the the posts we do. That'd be great. Anything like that would be amazing. We appreciate you. Um, if you want to see more or if you have a holiday you think deserves to be celebrated or anything that deserves to be celebrated, feel free to go to our website, prattpodcast.com, and send us an email right from there to tell us what to celebrate. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, is there anything else we need to share with them, Katie? Um, stay classy. Our social medias are sorry, are celebrate the day on every platform except for Facebook, because uh, Facebook is whack and we don't have one. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. My name is Colton Pratt. My name is Katie Pratt. And don't forget to, to celebrate, celebrate the, the day. I gotta go, I gotta go.